welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I'm your host, Sarah Vandriel. Right before Christmas, I came to you in my last podcast with a prayer for peace. And today, I'm coming to you with a plea for love. I got to thinking about how I come to my thoughts and what I share on these podcasts. And it really comes from listening to all kinds of things that happen over the course between when we connect on these uh, on these podcasts. This one starts with the Epiphany church service uh, that my family and I watched together, snuggled under blankets on our uh, couch in the living room. As you know, we've just moved. Um, we're settling in. We listened to a church service from a new nearby church online where the message of the service was twofold. One as an epiphany, uh, looking for the star to follow as the wise men did to follow Jesus and what it's like to kind of have a star, um, to, to be following that kind of light. And the second was a little bit more applied to how do we find our star in what we do? The children's minister handed out stars with words on them. Um, but the trick was the kids couldn't see what the words were. And then the congregation got them as well. Because in this case, some people choose to have kind of a word of the year. And the message was, maybe God has a word for you. Um, so when you don't get to see it and pick it up, what might that word be? Well, it sparked discussion amongst the three of us uh, piled up on the couch. And as is often the case, our 10-year-old has really profound things to teach me. Um, and she says, well, you know, I had to write an essay at school on, on what my goal or word of the year was. She said, I cheated a little bit. It's not just one word, but of course we were very curious. What's your word? What, what, what did you write about this year? And her words were lead in love. Well, both my husband and I's mouths kind of uh, fell open a little bit. We just looked at each other because it resonated so much for all three of us, this concept of leading and love. So that's where it starts. And then I start to dig into scripture. Then I start to think about being grounded. What does it mean to lead in love? Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't start the podcast on love with the greatest commandment. So in Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40, Jesus is asked, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So we know this. We've heard this. We are grounded in this. We first have to love the Lord our God. So in the in the love, have the truth of knowing that we're grounded to 
God with all our heart, all our souls, and all our minds. Um, and the second is to love our neighbors as ourselves. But what does that look like? <laughs> so then I have to delve a little bit further. Um, and I go to some of the most famous scriptures on love, where Paul is sharing with the Corinthian church, um, with the Corinthians, what love looks like. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So I wanted to dig a little bit further into that. So I went um, backwards in the chapter just a little bit to hear more about what Paul is trying to convey. So if we step back to the 1 Corinthians 13 verses 1 through 3, he's giving this message directly after speaking with the Corinthians about having unique gifts um, that, that God has given us each unique gifts, uh, different parts of the body function together. And here's what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 3. If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor, and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I have gained nothing. And when we go to the end of the chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, we hear this. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So I'm not sure how many times you all have heard that at weddings. But if you came to my wedding, you would have heard all of those verses um, again. And it just strikes me that over the course of a marriage, being grounded in, in those verses, what it really means. I've shared that our family has been in a time of transition, moving different places. And if you've ever moved before or started new ventures together, there's a lot that you can be frustrated about. But realizing that when we step back and say the reason for all of this um, is to do what we do in love, when we lead in love, then it changes the focus on why we've done all of this. All of a sudden, the frustration falls right off. There's so many times, so many opportunities here um, for being angry. But when we step back and think about love being patient, love being kind, love not being proud, love not being about being boastful, um, but really about loving God, trusting his truth with all our hearts, minds, and souls. 
and that we love our neighbors, that anger just falls away. And the opportunities become bearable. They become an opportunity for growth and connection instead of anger and disconnection. And the other part is that as we lead in love, love has been poured out on our family in a way that can't be measured in either amount or impact. Because you see, when we love, when we focus on the love, when we open our hearts, minds, and actions of love to others, we get it back in so much greater of an amount. So we know a little bit about what is love, but there's a couple of other verses that come to mind that we have to think about. One is the extraordinarily famous line of John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I don't have time to go into all of this verse in this day, but just grounding back in that commandment, that when the commandment is to love your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind, knowing that that love is returned in a way that is really, really difficult to comprehend, that God gave his only son to save us, to have eternal life with him. And then to go to 1 John chapter 3, uh, verse 16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay our lives down for our brothers and sisters. That verse is quickly followed by verse 18 with a plea. Dear children of God, let us love not with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. So this brings me back to as a teen um, and I might share my age here because we may have young listeners who, who haven't heard about this. But there was a, a phrase that got printed on bracelets, T-shirts, all these kinds of things that said, what would Jesus do? So before we make a decision about how we're going to respond to something, to ask ourselves, what would Jesus do? And my friends, at the end of the day, that to me is about the fact that Jesus did everything he did with love. So I told you that I'm always looking for these signs, this word love, this concept of love, um, this idea of leading in love has been what's really on my heart and my mind. And then as I'm scrolling through um, my phone, as I am guilty of doing sometimes, I run across a t-shirt um, with this verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14. Let all that you do be done in love. I bought the t-shirts because I see it as a sign that when I have some kind of physical cue, that it helps me to know, uh, to stay grounded, not to know, but to be reminded of, of these things. It is what Jesus, is how Jesus lived his life. 
with everything that he did being done in love. It is the call that my daughter made and her goal for the year that we quickly adopted as a whole family goal for the year. And then lastly, we were on a flight this weekend. And as we were coming, as we touched down and we were starting to unbuckle and we were getting the goodbyes for the flight attendant, the flight attendant's last words were, be kind, stay humble, tell someone you love them. Only as I was wrapping up my thoughts and getting ready to push record on this podcast, did I realize that this podcast is being released the week before Valentine's Day, the day we set aside for celebrating love. So my friends, in this new year, as we get ready to celebrate Valentine's Day, my plea is to keep in mind, let all you do be done in love. Lead with love. Lead for love. Lead in love. Until next time, when we'll share further, live out your words in action and in truth, in prayer and contemplation for how you can lead in love.